0: Alrighty. Looks like we're on the internet. The All interwebs. Right. We're yeah, on yeah. the internet. And <laughs> there we go. go. You might oh, have no. to switch Now the... you can see us. You <laughs> can hear go. us and now you can see us. So Good evening. Welcome to another night with Scuba and Arai and friends. What do we got here tonight? What's up with this? I got invaded, man. We
1: got invaded, right, guys? Please, <laughs>
0: we have more voices singing out here.
1: What's going there on with this here and everywhere? <laughs> you know, I'm Will Grasa. Nice to meet you. i have
2: uh, like to with some art and just on the Patreon side, um, And, of course, smell you know, it in there.
3: Everybody's heard my voice. I don't need any introduction on that one. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is boring. my beautiful face. It might interfere with some people's Put eyesight. That in quotes people. Quotes. quotes. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty is
2: relative.
3: <laughs> if you want to define relative.
0: Uh,
3: mm. I, I have no, no relative to you, so...
2: Yeah.
1: Somewhere relative. down the line. Beauty is the <laughs> eye
0: of the beholder. Beholder, yes. let's behold. And the beholder has one eye. <laughs> one ears. <laughs> I thought
2: they had like eight? More than no, nine. the
0: eye stocks. That's something else. But, you know, so then they cast spells oh, the and you're just all kinds eye. of... The yeah, whoosh, the main oh, eye. The main, right. So, if the main eye sees you, you're obviously worth something, because all of his attention is now on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, yeah, there's another rabbit hole we went down. Alright, um, so, yeah, another night with us. We're going to sit and have some chats and talk about some things. And, of course, we have our friends hanging out with us, too. So, uh, any announcements we got to make? announcing that i don't know I don't i've got so. one you got one i've got one what is the one i've got one and it's going to start with an apology Apologize. i am going to apologize to a uh, uh, to people who see this or have been looking for hey i missed your live show where can i check out the podcast and where can i check out the, yeah. the vod well I've been a little, little rough because uh, you know real life tends to interfere. But I can say definitively, as of right now, if you want to catch out the audio podcast, go to Spotify, Apple, or Google. Look for Scuba Studio, and you'll see Scuba and And every episode up till this one is set to come out every day this week until uh, until sunday which then will catch me all up on the audio mm. on video wise if you check out our youtube channel scuba studio you'll see every day this week a different video from the podcast will be released yes also the audio version of the hunter's round table i did with shadow mains and crew is also going to come out on sunday that's good um i'm shifting the release for the audio instead of 7 p.m it's not going to come out on 7 a.m on sundays Boom. So I'm gonna set this up. We'll be back on for a weekly release after this But rather than make you wait for all the past stuff It's I'm just gonna get it all out now that way I don't have to that way you guys can catch up And then we'll all be on track going forward. Yeah, nice. So Thank you. Sorry, and hopefully y'all enjoy um, Another thing is I started a new show. Uh, it's a uh, scuba builds. It's gonna be a, it's a stream here on twitch on Wednesday nights um, also on Mixer if you're checking us out on Mixer and basically I'm gonna do dungeon crafting, which I'll get into because I got a little I got a little clip of that we'll we'll get into later today. So um I think that's it for major announcements that I can talk about right now. <laughs> that's awesome. Also the new Facebook page is up, so Check Trying it out get, people. That we'll have both pages up for a little while, but probably in a month or so I'm gonna take down the old one and just live on the new one. Um
1: you're a house. <sighs> hey, live it up people live <laughs> it up. <laughs> so, yes, as with our
0: normal format, the first thing we're going to talk about is what's up, which what? is basically what we've been up to. And you know what? I think we're going to have Graza here start because the most interesting what's up is this dude shows up at my house today. Oh my god, I had no idea. He's here. So, He's right here. Dude, what have you been up to since the last time I heard from you?
2: Well, um. Just basically doing a different different things here and there, art and other things. I'm still working on your stuff. I, I, <laughs> that's still in the works. It's
0: there. It's happening, effort, people. I I, I I am patiently excited to see because I'm because it's pretty much that. Hey, I just have these simple little things, and I'm leaving it to the to the design artist to just run wild with yep. it. So, yep. I'm, um, I'm I'm eagerly excited, and I'm sure everybody else will be pleasantly surprised to see it once it starts going up everywhere that i have all these holes absolutely (laughs) so the um
2: the other things we've been doing is just uh uh, chilling out and you know um working on uh space engineers I do streams with some friends every like sunday night and monday nights um that's been going really well um just living life uh i got to actually come up here because of like some of like a like a thing with my brother, and I won't go into too much detail, but basically we had a disagreement, and uh, I had to, like, basically got kicked out, so to speak, but it wasn't anything like I said anything bad or anything like that, or, or it, it was just one of those things where he was, what, heard about the conversation, so to speak. yeah, does that make sense? Oh, no. Yeah, so, well... Now I'm here. I'm just chilling out for a while until my um, might find some place uh, for us to move back into. But
1: okay.
2: But other than that, um, I'm in good spirits, good company, and uh, really enjoying my the time to myself.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we need a, everyone needs a vacation. Yeah. Yes. So you just happen to to have yours now. So,
2: so forced vacation.
0: Uh, uh, that's all right, though. Onward. So I mean, we're gonna we're we're. Saladin's definitely going to show him a good time, but I think we're going to have some fun too because I think we're talking about going going uh, out to yes. Ballahack on this weekend. Ballahack
2: and uh, shadow, I'll shadow you, the and see how the rules go because I don't know anything about airsoft. But it sounds like fun. Saladin talks about it all the time, so I was like,
0: lots of good stories coming out of there.
2: Probably learn the rules of the game. Shadow the guy who's. We could, we
0: could probably give you the safety brief in the show, and you'll be straight for going out there. Oh, you yeah. this, this, and this, <laughs> It's and very boom. It, it's very simple. It's it's an honor based system, and when in doubt, call your hit. You get that you get that you're you're good for the rest of it. <laughs> awesome. Well,
2: it's it still it still be interesting to see how how it actually all works and different things like that. Cause, I mean, I'm. I don't have really, like, any experience, like, shooting a lot. I mean, I have fired real firearms before, but nothing like
1: airsoft
0: or anything like that, so... Well, on that note, it's the the distance is a lot closer, and it's a lot less accurate.
1: Oh, well, that's good to know. <laughs> ah, they're
0: shooting him? at me.
2: Probably not going to hit me. Ow, it hurts.
0: Completely confetti. Yeah, oh. so, it's all good there. Um, anything else? That, that That's good, right? Well... Yeah. You're good? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading the thing here. <laughs> uh, welcome to the chat, uh, Jamspar. Good to see you again, man. Um, we're going to turn over to Saladin because, you know, he's been hiding out at home working on a new server that is like this hush hush secret scroll thing to do. Don't talk about it. But, uh, you know, he's taught me a lot of how to run the studio solo. So it's kind of weird because he's sitting here with the computer keyboard and I'm like, I supposed to be doing things. Anyways, so what have you been up to? Hmm. About five <laughs> foot six. normal. I haven't shrunk or grown anymore. Man, yeah, you haven't done anything crazy like shave your beard.
1: No! <laughs> Nothing.
0: That has is not. Not gonna happen. Well, of course,
1: right people
3: on here may have heard my voice, but they have not ever really seen me other than me running by going, get out of my way. But... <laughs> <laughs> seeing the back of me or possibly my face once in a while but maybe
0: a, maybe a hand
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
3: but otherwise i've been doing uh, a lot of server work um kind of a hush hush thing can't really say too much about it but i've been working on that a lot um and helping uh the friend get through some rough times and trying to keep hush hush about surprising someone that was fun. About this
0: arrival that he had no clue about for close to Today. three weeks. Given, given the way my week went last week, yeah, this is this is a good surprise. So uh, Shabella, <laughs> it's he been knows. a rough
3: <laughs> couple weeks trying to keep this from him, as he has been asking me questions of, oh, you need someone to watch the cats? No, 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 I'm good. I, I'm good. I have someone already doing that. But where are you going? Well, I'm just taking a trip
2: to well, Indiana. I live in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, and had you come up with
3: a story real quick that he would believe, or at least hopefully somewhat think is plausible, and uh, it works, because uh came in and uh, I said hey, he said hi, and then uh, Mr. Volgorzo spoke, and all oh, you heard was uh, a <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> From the other room. I, <laughs> I heard, heard a voice. What is that? <laughs> Why aren't you in on the other side of the mic? It's a new
0: person <laughs> who shows up. All right. Hi. Hi. Otherwise, not
3: really much going on. Minus working on uh, the
2: trip up. Your was awesome, huh?
3: Doing the work and uh, yeah, the trip up. We'll we'll go over that in odds and ends or the Patreon section. So if yeah, you're we'll not already a Patreon,
1: subscribe, people.
3: Subscribe because then you'll hear about the lovely trip we left his house at 10 o'clock, but never hit the road till one. So- A. M. or P.M.?
2: P.M. We didn't, we left it, we were gonna, we got there at 10. No, we no, no. Gonna,
0: you left the house left at, at- 1
2: P.M., but it's, it's, it's
0: you left the house at 10 p. 10 a.m. Right. Correct. But you did not get on the road to drive here until 1 p.m. Correct. There's
2: a reason for that. It's it complicated, but it's also a very interesting story. So stay tuned
0: for Patreon. For Patreon. Yes, exclamation Patreon. Thank, Thank you, you Josh uh, Barr. All right.
2: You get to learn about a place called Cowpens as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes,
0: Patreon, tonight, Patreon chat tonight is going to be fun. Mystery. Fun. It
3: might be a full show just with the Patreon. Heads up, people.
0: Yeah. Alright, uh, Ry, what about you? What have you been up to? Mm, lots of work. Busy at
1: work. Busy at work. F- being trained on some new stuff there. And then also, uh, a deep diving into gaming, especially one specific game, which, well, I'll talk about later. Um, but typical weekend, you know, just chilling around, you know, doing my mm-hmm. normal runs in the park and catching <coughs> Pokemon. But there's a couple new things. Um, oh, I've been, um, scouting for a new couch so i went to another furniture store just to look oh yes around. how
0: is that quest going
1: the quest is going good actually oh really because i'm
0: getting good variety so, so is, it, is it one of those grinding quests where you gotta like kill like 20 different things no just to it's get one a of those like, amount of supplies uh, to get it or is it one of those you've got to look for the right shiny object in the right location i gotta well i'm looking at
1: variety so i'm, oh. I'm taking out uh, I'm, I'm grinding here grinding there um uh killing salespeople to keep them from talking to me um every time i walk in it's like do you need help no just just no, no, no. I'm, I'm here don't looking. distract, don't, NPC, distract me. don't distract me because the way i way, way way i shop with the furniture i look at the couch and then i have to visualize make Where's sure you know. it, it, w- w- it would fit perfectly in front of my 65 inch tv so <laughs> um there's two couches on the books i have it on my photos on my phone if you wanted to see later but Maybe for the Patreon people, okay. but um, the other thing is my friend uh, Sean invited me out to Funny Bone on Saturday night, and oh. we got to see uh, T.J. Miller do stand-up. Uh, oh, if wow. you know T.J. Miller, he's uh, from Deadpool, Silicon Valley, um, oh. and he okay. was pretty funny. <laughs> like yeah,
2: the avocado line.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's yeah. T.J. Miller. Yes. Yes. Okay, I thought that, yeah. so. That so, is him. So. Um, Yeah, his set, I mean, he had a set, but he went straight improv and roasting. It's half improv, half roasting, because what happened is, just to preface, uh, Hampton Roads is a big military community. Everybody knows this. Mm -hmm. Even people outside of the area know this. Mm -hmm. So he's doing a bit about the military, and he's talking about, um, you know, going on deployment and cruises. So somebody out in the audience decided oh i know properly what to explain he goes and s- speaks up and that led into a whole new slew of funny <laughs> jokes roasting to the extreme and that tj miller married somebody on stage oh yes. is he
2: like an ordained minister
1: no he's not oh okay. he did it pre and post ordained pre and post ordain <laughs> yes <laughs> okay. that's how as he explained it on stage that's how he did it i'm an ordained minister myself. but the best part was him roasting that navy guy
0: Nice. Oh, the Navy. And oh, just was
1: Navy. yeah, well I guess he was Navy, but he was the I know my stuff military guy and it put him in this place mm-hmm. and it was great. Yes, yeah. it's like just know if you go to a comedy club and you think you know something, you're going to get roasted.
2: On the, on the side note, there the, there was a comedian I saw on YouTube and he was like he's like I don't know about you guys, but I, and, you know you guys paid to come see me, I didn't pay to come see you.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Some some comedians, they have a puppet that'll, that'll roast you like that. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, it's just another check in the box of having a good time at Funny Bone, because I've seen comedians I knew, comedians I've never heard of, and every time I've gone, I have laughed till it was right in my face.
0: Nice. So, nice.
1: yeah, I, it's great times. But other than that, just uh, a... Yeah work and gaming and, and prepping for that GRE
0: yep yep uh, we're, we're eagerly anticipating for the results of the GRE when you find, it I'm
1: eagerly anticipating we, had we're, we're getting it done we're done, done. two weeks right next Friday. next Friday next Friday oh Ooh. nice so I'll, I'll start looking at the math portion looking at the math portion and <laughs> just hoping for the best
0: all right um well you know what Oddly enough, my week has been fairly qual- calm and quiet, other than, you know, did some time on the airsoft field, had uh, the guys over for Agents of Short on Sunday, so shenanigans ensued. <laughs> Just above the water. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, uh, that is per the most things. also getting caught up on... Because the last few weeks I've been in kind of a depressed funk with you know, being overloaded, over- feeling overloaded, or whatever, but then... Last week, I kind of turned it seemed like it turned a point, and then yeah. it was like, oh, cool, let me take a look at this. And then it's boom, 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 boom. I noticed everything's getting knocked out, everything's getting. I was getting put alerts together. on my
1: phone. I was like, wait, here's the
0: podcast. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> nice. last, it was, it was getting all the video stuff there, and then getting all the audio stuff out yesterday. It was it, it, that satisfaction. So. Should be going good. The build vi- the build stream last week was really good. Yeah. Um. So, that's mainly what I've been working on. But I don't want to take up too much time because we have everybody here. So we're gonna have fun in that. We're gonna keep going. And we're gonna start off with our um, movie reviews.
2: I'm looking forward to this one because we read the back in high school that was required.
0: Alrighty, so, I'll put our focus on the Rye Guy, rye guy. and this, guy. this week we're going to talk about Call of the Wild.
1: Calling to the Wild with so, a CGI dog.
0: <laughs> Woo! Alrighty, so, Call of the Wild, this is uh, modern telling of a classic story by Jack London. Uh, this time we have Harrison Ford, and in the Yukon of the era that the I can't remember the exact year so I don't want to say it and mess it up but
1: I'm not sure of the year I don't remember
0: it had to be during most of these were probably the gold rush of the Yukon in like yeah. like in the late 1800s they they did emphasize early the fact. that's, what whatever. It, yeah. that's
1: so. the whole centralized point is around that gold rush and that's how um, buck who is the main character of this film gets pulled away from his uh, California home and sold as a sled dog to the Yukon. And then from there, it's all about his adventure of finding his true calling since he was uh, pulled away from his own home to come to the Yukon. But there's two different stories that are happening. The one that you know of that um, you see in the trailers with Harrison Ford, you see him, but that's actually the latter half. A bulk of the film focuses on another character that they don't even reference in the trailers at oh, all. Oh, really? Yes. So, uh, first things first, um, the movie focuses on Buck, and Buck is a CGI-created dog. It's pretty obvious when you see it, but it's not obvious to the point that it pulls you out of the film. Um, but you know it's he's, he's a CGI-created dog, but they do a really good do- do- job at rendering him like a real um, canine. So he look, he feels, he interacts, he does everything like a typical dog. But it's a benefit that they did use CGI because it allows then for a lot more explanation and mobility and more of in in a very ironic way characterization of the character. Because there's certain scenes and certain scenarios that happen of the growth of the dog, of him going from being domesticated to being you know in the wild. Oh really? So he comes across different like trials by fire. Hmm. That you would say, when he gets taken away from his home. Okay. So the whole central conflict is about him
0: adapting, adapting to the new to, environment.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't. But it also gives a, a good premise of people just having personal conflict about trying to find their place. So it plays on those basic tropes of that within you know an adventure story. But it's like cool. I said, it's not.
0: It's not a unique story. It's not a I mean, unique there's story. There's so many. Balto, uh, Iron Will. I mean, um, there's a lot of Alpha. Them. Alpha. Yes. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> but, um. Utilizes the hero's journey story to help with and using that for conflict.
1: Yep. But like I like I mentioned, like there is a part of this uh, film that's not even shown in the in the trailers. Like the the Oh, we of don't want to spoil that.
0: Oh no. No, no, but, if you haven't seen the movie, go yeah, watch the movie. Go watch
1: the movie, but basically, this, uh, basically, you get the setup when he gets taken to Yukon, and there's two stories that happen. Him being the sled dog for um, one of the characters that is even mentioned in the trailers, and then also him um, going on this journey with Harrison Ford, which is the second part of that adventure.
0: Okay, well that's so, a nice change. Yeah,
1: so the two contrasting stories help build the character of Buck, you know, because you start to see how his, the mythic his life, wasn't truly his, and, and now he's out in this wild and he's finding his true self. But yeah. it parallels the human stories because also you have Harrison Hoare who plays John Thornton that, you know, he's struggling with certain things, but being paired with this dog, it, you know, you get your uh, um, companionship that you find in, you know, man with dog. It's yeah. very typical, yeah. but, you know, there's a wholesomeness to it. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I know. I can tell, <laughs> but I'm ignoring it. See, yes, I'm learning. See, you're get, you're yeah. getting better. Yeah, are getting, getting better. But
0: yeah, so
1: a lot of the film is predicated in the fact you just have to ignore a lot of the typical cliches and tropes of an adventure film to enjoy the central focus, which is Buck um, Harrison Ford's character and the third character that I'm not gonna mention.
0: Okay. Um. So, those, what what's probably the, what's really strong about this? What's really
1: strong is that it's that, that, that personal um, that personal the personal trip that, that Buck has because it's not just about, you know, the animal finding himself, but it actually is predicated on the fact that it can be a central point for anybody trying to find themselves. Like you're trapped in a situation and you think you belong somewhere but there's so much conflict and then you have something that pulls you away, uh, something that changes in your life. And it actually forces you to find find your find something new in your own reflection. So you know, it's 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 a very personal story, but with, within a very typical storyline.
0: I'm, I'm I'm sensing an air of irony. Yeah. yeah. Especially with my situation. Yeah. Your situation. And <laughs> some of my situation. Yeah. Yeah, some recent situations. You know what? I think definitely need to make some time to go check that out before it leaves theaters. Yeah, it's
1: definitely a a fun movie. I mean, the flaws are obvious, but that's within the storyline, the overuse of CGI in some scenes, and just the typical, you know, predictable outcomes. To to be fair,
0: though, as much of a a man's man that Harrison Ford is... Yeah. I really don't think think at this point him traipsing through the Yukon is really gonna be conducive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> but So you know. I mean if if this is and with this it's like all right, it's and to be fair, trying to do period yeah. type things like this, especially now when so much of those regions have been utterly destroyed. Urbanized. Yeah. Or I'd call it destroyed straight up. That's ridiculous um, like it's really, you really kind of have to do the, virtually the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, it wasn't on much of the stage yeah. or
1: a modern sound stage. But um, much of the CGI, it wasn't mm-hmm. predicated on the on the background or the you know the environment. The environment is real. It's the a lot of the animals and character, the character interactions. It it does take at, at times it takes away. Okay. But not all the time.
0: All right, so what do we call this one?
1: Um, It's a fun adventure film. It's a fun family film. This one you know you can go and bring your kids to enjoy. And if you like adventure films, I say go check it out. Three out of five, theater discount.
0: All righty. So, nice. I think I'm going to keep, keep it up with that.
1: No TV reviews, but there are some coming.
0: Oh, yes. I'm sure there are.
1: Outsiders.
0: Hunters. <laughs> Let Outsiders you think about
1: hunters. that. Yes. Fun some, hunters. I'm not going to say you gotta wait till I'm done. There you go. To know if I like them or hate them. You know, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes
2: you don't know until you finish the entire series and you're like,
1: yeah. If I really don't like something, it, 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 it I get really bombastic and mm-hmm. outrageously,
0: like, mad at it. Alrighty, well, movies are done. I guess that means we're moving on to the, our next fun jazz. State of Game. The game is
1: <laughs> what is it stating I don't know
0: so yeah state of game Yeah, a point where we talk about all the various games that we're playing and given this crowd I'm betting it's a lot Mark already left to play
1: one. You see, his seat's <laughs>
0: empty. So, he's, you know.
2: He's, he's
0: self-promoting.
1: He's yeah. right behind us playing that little game.
0: Well, you oh, know. Promotion. Yes, it's called
1: Promotion, people. Hey. Yeah, subscribe today.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely okay. subscribe today. So, uh, first up, typically when we talk about our state of game is on the all, all the games we're playing. We're going to start with uh, video games, because that's modern culture <laughs> right there.
1: That's pretty much all I play. <laughs>
0: Yes, I've seen. Oh, <laughs> well, we haven't gotten him into some of the other ones yet. We will. D and Yes, we will. We will definitely throw dice at some point. One day.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So let's start with uh, let's start with you, Grazo. What games you've been playing?
2: Um, actually, I've been playing uh, Space Engineers and and another game that I have is called Oxygen Not Included. Um, basically the premise is you start off what these replicants who are teleported to, to the surface of a planet but something went wrong and they were teleported into the cavernous depths of the entire planet itself and it's all sealed and there's no other ox- sources of oxygen so you have to make oxygen produce oxygen food and there's a teleporter there that like send supplies every once in a while it'll send things There's more people stuff like that you can print them off it's pretty it's pretty crazy and you have different like stats it's a great game it's a great time killer it's like a management like base management kind of thing sort of like a fallout yeah uh, the fallout uh, shelter, fallout shelter yeah similar yeah. to that okay um and uh, then there's uh space engineers which i do um, monday uh, sunday nights and monday nights with some friends um jack churchill underscore vr on on twitch and we do um like scenario building and with like it's modded so you have the kinds of mods. Um, I got into, like, I, I, I was taking a ship out um, from the main base, which was like a little frigate ship, and I chased down this um, this enemy ship, disabled it, and then it, like, I was gonna bring it back, but I got attacked by another drone, and it blew holes in my ship, so I sent out an SOS and my friends came and saved my bacon, and then my, the ship limped back. And I'm like, they're like, you're going to have to fix this. Just, like, build something. But, you know, and then someone was like, well, since it did so horribly, why don't you just paint it pink? I'm like, well, the, the deconstruction color is pink. So I was like, okay, I have to do, like, a like a pepto abysmal pink. So I was like, I shall name this ship the pepto Abysmal Because it's just terrible.
0: That yeah. yeah, sounds like it. Hey, it Ab- was a, it was Admiral, welcome to the chat.
2: Admiral Y11, is that right? Yes, yes that it is. Is Admiral Y11, oh, Admiral, welcome. Yeah, you know all about that, the pepto Abysmal.
0: <laughs> His comment
3: was, didn't someone relate oxygen not included to Dwarf Fortress a little while ago?
2: Uh kinda, yeah. yeah, I mean it's not as <laughs> not as hardcore as War Fortress because that's like top down. This is just from the side. Ah. So. Yeah. Alright. But still it's it still has a thing where if you don't manage everything correctly, everybody either like starves to death or runs out of oxygen and that's not. True.
0: That definitely sounds fun. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, oh, it's his frigate. You gave t- you uh, he, it. He, uh, to be, to be <laughs> fair, he
2: built an, I helped him build a new ship and uh, he's like, oh, I guess I don't need this one anymore. You can have it.
0: And, well, then, it,
2: it's now in like several pieces floating there by the station.
0: Well, you know, it needed a remodeling anyway, apparently. Alright, any <laughs> other games you've been playing?
2: Uh, no, that's about it for right now. Yeah, alright.
0: Yeah. We'll just kind of go around, so we'll do we we'll Not riding. too much
2: VR. Actually, Neo's VR, but that's we'll probably get that in the Patreon.
0: Okay, Rai, what about you?
1: I have been pretty much knee-deep in Division 2 mm. with me and my friends. have been rolling. We were, we've been hitting up all the missions, all the control points. We've been like skimming up and down that map, getting ready for the expansion. Oh, but yeah. also, I'm prepared to do Division 2 with you. yes. So I am—I have it on both systems, PS4 and Xbox, because yeah, that's how I roll. So, yeah. My
3: system that counts is PC.
0: Yeah, well, PC not a, not all of us have a good PC to play games on. Obviously, all I have is this. See. So what else? It's just been Division Two. You haven't been I, continuing your Borderlands or I haven't, Outer
1: Worlds. I haven't, I haven't gone back to Borderlands or Outer Worlds. I am planning to pop in Days Gone eventually <laughs> yeah, uh, into yeah, the eventually. rotation because it's just like I need a single-player offline game to play outside of outer, you know, um, Outer Worlds, so I might put in Days Gone, it might be a good time sink, you know, outside of that, and also just every time I go to the park, I'm playing Pokemon Go, gotta catch them all, you know.
0: Alright. That's so it. So, what about you?
3: Um, space Engineers, and I have been working on a um, game, I should
0: say, For browsing my browser. Oh, like developing or playing? Developing. Oh, cool. Yeah.
3: It's 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 a uh, kind of a two D Duke Nukem kind of game. Oh. I've been learning, um, trying to learn new JavaScript. So I decided, hey, I'm gonna try to make this game, and it's actually coming out pretty
2: good, but.
0: He eh. doesn't enjoy those old-school old Yes, indie indie games and it's YouTube. a web-based.
2: It's so Doom, fun. Quake, all the but classics. The classics Other are Other than
3: that, mainly I've been playing, um, there's a couple of just rinky-dink games from Steam that are, like, free. Yeah. <laughs> when I've been bored, right. I go and play them, uh, Reassembly. I've been playing a Reassembly a lot. So, really it's been just work. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's
2: another great game you can just um, like j- drop yourself into you pick a faction you start off a little small ship there's bases and stuff you go around collecting resources to expand your ship you can you can uh queue up different things, you put a factory block on your ship and then spawn more ships and get in into your fleet and you can roam around as a group just murking everything that comes in the <laughs> It's like it's like you like look down into like a petri dish and there's like sentient spaceship civilization's not in there. Yeah, really the best way that, to describe that's, it.
0: To be honest, your description doesn't make me think of that. It makes me think of Locust.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm not going to do that. Yeah. The, the, no, the the actual no, Locust locusts. Rolling through in a big yeah, swarm, yeah, 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 yeah. and it yeah. just, it just pl- goes through an yeah, area and, there, and eats everything. In, in, there is a plant
2: reaction yep. in the game, and you can. I actually did a video a long time ago where you, I show people how to build a an R factory generation machine that just like will passively and also actively generate resources for you just with this one little, yep. little trick. Nice. It's got like 12,000 views on YouTube. Yep.
3: Nice. I have one of those ships, too, which is, nice, <laughs> which is what I do when I'm bored. I just roam around in this big box. And... But anyways,
0: how about you, Scuba? Uh, for me, video game-wise, I actually cracked open Division 2. Uh, we talked about last week, I happened to catch it on sale. It was like 95% off on the
1: oh, wow. Xbox
0: um, marketplace. So it was like I got two copies for like 3 bucks because I had a $3 credit through microsoft i used that for my copy and then i was nice for valentine's day and i bought a copy for my wife because when we got our xboxes several years ago that was one of the first games i got two copies of was the first division yeah we played back and forth on that for the longest time we played a lot it was me him and his wife running through and and another friend of ours who used to work used to work with us but he's he's has since moved down to other things but it was the first time I actually had a online crew I would play a game with, yeah. because nice. in most of my game playing time I have no online crew to hang out with. So it's nice having a crew. it, it is. It definitely changes up because single solo soloing is nice, but I kind of like the whole crew because then yeah. it's like. Back and forth, back and forth. We did, we did some massive damage
1: in the first game. We, yes. we, we bled it dry. Yeah. And then
2: you can have things like, hey, I uh, took the friggin' out and there's holes in it now. <laughs> <laughs> or,
3: or or you can reach out to your buddy and go, hey, I want to start a Let's Play. Can you start making a scenario for yeah, me? Like a well, scenario. We'll talk
1: about that later. It. I wouldn't mind doing a Let's Play. I look forward to doing some, uh, some Bleeding It Dry in Part 2. Mm. I'm ready.
0: Alrighty. Uh, so with that, um, real quick, I'll do a quick update on agents for short. Um, so I don't. I think i have talked about it a couple of times, but for those who don't know, there are several D and D games I host here at the mm-hmm. uh, here at the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular one, I am not the dungeon master. I am one of the players. Oh. One of our our friend Professor Penumbra is the dungeon master for this particular one. And it is uh, centered around doing the uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure that came out last year for, for uh, Dungeons & Dragons. It's a level one through five adventure, oh, a okay. quick little bit in Waterdeep. Um, the reason why we call it Ages of Short is we as a group collectively decided that all of our characters were going to be small races.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. It's so like, like, I I, kings, I play, I, and...
0: I play a dwarf, uh, Forge Cleric, um, one of the guys, he plays a changeling who's really diminutive, like the lowest you can be, um, my wife's character is a gnome. Okay. Uh, Artificer, um, another friend of ours, um, he is doing a, uh, Duergar Paladin, mm-hmm. um, and the new, I think, we have a new person who joined our group. Um, I didn't quite catch, but I know he's a short race too. And my son played with us, but he apparently didn't fall, get the memo, and he picked <laughs> a tall character. So he was forever now named as Top Shelf. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, gotta he reach can reach the top shelf. <laughs> hey, you
2: mind, you mind,
0: uh, you gotta reach them all. <laughs> top
1: Shelf.
2: Put
3: my you always there.
1: have to have a tall friend, right, right? Yeah, that's
0: pretty much everybody. So it's a great running gag, and it's like we kind of in, incorporated some things where it's like my character is the lawyer for the group.
2: Oh, nice!
3: <laughs> I can't type
0: <laughs> vertically challenges. Oh, I'm gonna say <laughs> vertically challenged. Nice. So, um, so as we've been going through, we're getting to the last. Or, or it's it's eight uh, battle, eight eight modules, and then the, it's the adventure's done. Um we went through ep- uh, Episodes episode uh, encounter 7 last night where the party has uh gone to this tower which is being co- this yellow tower that's being converted to a um I guess a chapel for Bane. Oh. <laughs> okay. So Ooh, it's like we're we're going to look for a person named Amoth. Um <laughs>
2: That doesn't sound bad
0: at all, right? So we go up there, we knock on. It's like we're we're sitting there prior to the session, going, "All right, how are we gonna? How are we gonna get to this tower?" And of course, Penumbra's sitting there, and it's like, and we're all talking, it's "Like, yeah, we'll go through the sewers and then up to the back, or we'll be like top shelf and come in from the roof." I <laughs> know <laughs> we we spent about ten minutes talking about this, and finally, Penumbra's like, "All right." What are you guys gonna do? And I go, we're gonna walk up and knock on the front door.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Jerry's place with the. I was like, who's there?
0: <laughs> well, the he he plays is <laughs> like the person looks through like one of those like eye slit things, is like trying to you know look down or whatever, and it, it's like,
2: hold on, there's another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, it's like we're trying to find a moth. No, we're not talking about a flame. We're not talking about a bug. We're talking about a moth. A moth. And lights. <laughs> It's, at first she's like no that person's not here and a couple of us believe it because we failed the uh, oh, insight no. check a couple others okay, a couple others did not so then it was like <laughs> okay well what do we do and we're all talking about what do we do what do we do we try to play this off and again Penumbra's like alright what are you going to do and, I'm, and we're sitting there and I'm like man I got this inheritance letter I need to give to this person and whatnot. so I have to <laughs> and he's like roll that for a for a bluff for a bluff and it's like I nailed it she opened the door <laughs> I was like what inheritance letter yeah. oh. and then uh, our our uh, resident monk um, captain John <laughs> he uh nails two crits <laughs> and knocks this person out <laughs> so we take her inside and we, we it's like all right we're gonna send her off with a uh, with my wife's character in an um, in an in an in a, in, a, in a number and Then we'll come back and then we'll figure out well My wife's character ended up with the item we were looking for and all the other possessions of this person mm. So we're going in this tower and we finally come across the big bad and it's like yeah one attack was a lightning strike and thankfully the cat captain rolled the save Half damage was still 20, which was more than our current HP level. Oh, <laughs> so it was dang. like, yeah, this was not going to end well. So he's like...
1: Downfall. He,
0: so Penumbra's like, all right, he, Manchun's going to put Dominate Person on Roxo. And it's like, Roxo, you're just going to block people from getting out. <laughs> it's like, so that's where we ended that. But uh, we had to explain to our to our new member what an what an Umber is in Waterdeep. Oh, no. So, obviously, in the real world, we have Uber, right? You have to, you know, get an app, get them to come, whatever. Right, right, right. Well, in, in, in our version of Faerun, right, we have we have umbers, which picture an umber hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little hand cart from the Orient. <laughs> and every time you need a ride, all you have to do is think, hey, I'd really like to get a ride from point A to point B, and an umber will appear. How does the umber appear, you ask? There is a Mind Flayer camping out next to Xanathar in Waterdeep, and he controls all the umbers. <laughs> so on the one hand, that's really great service. On the other hand, wait, what?
2: <laughs> don't don't shortchange the umbers because the Mind Flayer's they're boss. You, you continue with this. We'll go over that in a second.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. So, and then Just we got into that. Well, what about, well, you know, maybe we got to have, uh, maybe got to have a, because you have Lyft. Maybe now we need Lynch. I'm like, no, 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 no. That only happens in Barovia, where (laughs) is do the same thing.
2: (laughs) Ooh, that's a big oof.
0: Well, it's it's, (laughs) our shared universe of our group. Is like, yeah, the 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 shenanigans ensue. Right. But um, one of the great conversations is when you look up the various deities in D and D, and you look for who 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 they kind of cater to, whatever. Well, one of our one character. Who's the changeling? He's like, doesn't really know and I'm sitting there. My character is a cleric. Like, so, all right, I'm looking at deities. Oh, Bane, huh? So I asked the DM. It's like, all right, can how much does my character know? Because as a player, I know this. Right. Does yeah. my character know? And it's like, and we're getting into that. People are starting to raise their eyebrows. What are you, what are you getting at? And it's like, and then finally, what are you getting at? Like, well, according to this, Bane is tends to be the person who who look for those people who are trying to collect. Merchant
1: monopolies,
0: mm-hmm. oh. and all of a sudden everybody looks at the, at, at Raz, who's playing the Chainsling, because his whole shtick for this entire adventure has been: we get a bar from Volo, so we run, we're running the bar. Right. Well, he's like, no, no, that bar's not enough. I need to own every other business in the qu- in the area. Right. and Just create this interconnected mar- merchant monopoly. <laughs> and he had no idea that this was actually catering to the deity Bane.
2: <laughs> Are you
0: sure you're not his agent? <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's open to interpretation. But I think uh, after we're going to make our way for doing uh, Baldur's Gate to yes. do uh, Avernus. Nice. So stay tuned for Agents of Short on that one. Um, Sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It is a lot of fun. Now, you're going to start reading from, All right, from well, right here take a break Look at chat. What's it say? Uh... <laughs> Read it. So the question is, do, you, do we stack at any point on top of each other to, to, in this campaign? No. You might now. <laughs> However,
2: need racial
0: ability of durgar in case you don't <clears throat> know, is they can cast Enlarge on themselves. And wow. our changeling character is a spellcaster. He will—he has the ability to use the same spell on two people. So he will cast enlarge on top of the enlarge. So
1: oh. dwarf
0: going from medium from small to medium to all of a sudden me medium angry. to large.
2: You wouldn't like me when I'm angry.
0: That's—that's <laughs> that's kind of the thing. He's our—he's our Hulk. Yes. <laughs>
2: Or you're like, hey, we need to impersonate someone. And they stack on top of your put her like a trench coat, and you're like, yeah, we're totally Oh, well, that's what about the that, that's people. what the
0: changeling is good for. And then my character wound up with a mask of disguise, oh nice, which is a modified version of the hat of disguise. Same principle. I put you put the mask on. You think you, you cast the spell. You change your old physical appearance to look like something else, hmm. somebody else. So it's like a lot of shenanigans ensue with that. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, let's see, what's that, uh, I was gonna ask what an umber was, yeah, Umbra Hulks, it was one of those off-the-cuff things with a group, man, it's something you just, when you have a live group like that, you just you shenanigans roll with it, I oh, was go. thinking,
2: like, you mentioned them holding that card so it's like when you, um, in, what was it, uh, the new, Monster Hunter World, you have the cats dragging you off in the cars when you die. Yeah, yes, yeah, very, do. very that much
0: funny. Oh, that is great. That is great. <laughs> kind like that. yeah that you get is to go, awesome. Pick Instead of a palico pushing you around, it's it's an umber hulk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <killed>?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> very much so. Um, breathe, and then airsofting stuff. So kind of shift things here. Um don't really have a whole lot we're going to talk about airsofting wise this time because we've got some other stuff to go into, but there was a gameplay over the weekend that was absolutely hilarious that I felt I really wanted to kind of just highlight again for us. Um what we have here is the setup is attack and defend. This was Sunday Sunday afternoon. Then, it, yeah, Sunday. It was an attack and defend. The reason why this was interesting is because on Sunday I actually was out on the field playing. Oh, I was nice. not marshaling. I was not Chrono. I was actually there as a player with the Battle Gnomes. And having that, so we have this attack and defend setup. The attackers have to blow up a spaceship.
2: Ooh.
0: Right? So we have a prop set of dynamite and somebody thought it'd be a good idea to put a live Thunderbee airsoft grenade attached to it. Thunderbees in simplest terms is it's a it's an airsoft device that makes noise because what it, the car, the cylinder actually uh, punctures and and releases an entire tube of CO2 like immediately. Mm-hmm. so and then it's in, the casing it's in that pops open releasing the sound right. It's very loud we do not allow them in, a, in the metal connex boxes because the amplification of that sound is really bad i actually started wearing earplugs on the field because i'm sick of like five grenades going off around me mm-hmm. so can't imagine. so not fun anyways so they have to get this stick of dynamite yes airsoft yeah. flashbang exactly except <clears throat> for the Except for the whole flashing part. Just the bang. <laughs> so they have to get this on the... And uh, the spaceship is the MiG but that's out on the field. Uh, if you look in here on the map, roughly... G11 on the map is roughly where the MiG is. Okay. It's a, it's an actual MiG that was uh, used by the... I believe the is- Jordanians or the Israelis that... The owner happened to get because he knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy. Connection. <laughs> that connection. <laughs> it's the so, it still, those connections.
3: Does it still fly? Uh, uh, no, no. It does not have any engine in it anymore. That was taken out beforehand, and the all the controls are mostly there. But if you look behind it, that's all that's there is the controls. Yeah. They, they took all the wires out. They took all that stuff out for the simple fact of. It could be reused again if you threw an engine in, if those controls were still there.
2: Makes
0: sense. So, no, it does. N- it cannot be easily repaired. With
2: your imagination.
0: Oh yeah. So this oh, is yes, our, this is our pseudo alien spaceship. Oh, okay, good. So they have to get the explosives there, and then they have to uh, extract at the halfback bunker, which is. Uh, set, uh, G7, roughly on the map. Ooh. Here's part of the problem. The attackers started in the uh, LZ clearing, which is uh, F15. Or actually, no, yeah. Yeah. The LZ cl- yeah, it's 15. LZ clearing. And they had to push. Well, the defenders st- were at first going to start at the north firebase, which is F4, but it was too muddy, so they were moved up to the north SAM site. Which is H7? Hmm? H7. H7. Well, that put them so close to the halfback, it was really hard to assault. So from a function, this kind of didn't do so well for the attackers. But my, me and the crew I ran with, we went. Um, I went with the guy who had the dynamite. And instead of going down the main road through the center of towns of to the MIG, which was a horrible, horrible idea because everybody went to the hole in the wall, which is uh, in town. Just yeah. in yeah. town, and that was just constantly there. And it's like you know this sucks. This isn't going to work. So me and the uh, demolitions guy were like, you know, let's go around. So we decided to go west around the White House along the tree line by Cannibal Village. So B, B-9. Yeah, B-9 area, and then come back, and then around the pond to the North Pond Trail, which is, again, this whole B-9, C-9, all that, and then around to the pond bunker, and then push to the mid. And when they go to place the dynamite, sure enough, the airsoft grenade does not work. All that trouble. Yes, the map is very huge. It's over
3: 100 acres.
0: Yes, the field is 100 acres, so lots of fun. Oh no, I walk most of it. I I don't run very well. Short oh little, God, short my. little, short little sprints. Oh God, my. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how we doing? Hey, G cuts. How you doing? Um, so that was it. It's, and this reminds me, because Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was at a, a similar attack and defend. Only it was the two stuffed aliens, Larry on the stretcher, and then Barry, the new one.
2: Oh yeah. Barry I didn't have a stretcher. With the alien on the stretcher.
0: Yeah. Um, Larry was in the halfback, and Barry was somewhere in the town. Two two players had to carry Larry, to Barry, before they could move Barry to the north firebase.
2: Okay. <laughs> That doesn't
0: (laughs) so in this scenario instead of the attackers always starting in the north in the south at the L Z, uh the GA decided to have them start at the North Firebase or North Sam site and they had to fight north or fight south instead of fighting north. Okay. So it's apparently the the way the field is that's actually a lot harder to do. So, it's, it made for a very interesting gameplay. I don't think they... I, I think they achieved it, but I wasn't on the field to see. But it was just this whole picturing this and as I just described it. <laughs> you have Larry on the stretcher who's got no arms and no legs. Two people have got to carry Larry on the stretcher to Barry. Once you get to Barry, then Barry and Larry have to be carried too. <laughs> Does anybody getting thrown out the window? No, no, Larry, no. no Larry out the window this time. Oh you know Aha, uh-huh, got...
2: we shall circumvent their defenses.
1: <laughs> Into the air we shall go. No Larry. One ever said you couldn't do to that. To Heaven. To
0: heaven.
2: Be free from this mortal coil <laughs> And
0: lose an arm. <laughs> so that's uh that's that for the airsoft stuff. Uh some side bit shout out things is uh Balahack's next zombie event, Z4, that's coming up March 21st. Go to BalahackOutdoor.com, look in the events, and go check that out. Uh, still, looks like there's still slots for survivors and all-day zombies. And the all-day zombies this time is going to be a five-dollar thing, but you spend all day doing the zombie. I've heard some preliminary of what's going to happen. And it's going to be interesting. I have to say it's going to be very fun to see what happens at this one because there's some definite interesting things on the table. Um, I'll do the shout-out just because, you know, I'm trying I'm trying to cater to the airsofters as best I can. Uh, another thing is uh, Swamp Sniper has released his latest uh, Fertile Crescent video up on YouTube. Go to, Go to YouTube, search for Swamp Sniper. Check that out. Uh, I like his. fur I like those things because the story is really interesting, and he's. It's, it's a good time to watch. It's a. It's, a, it's about a thirty-minute video, but it's worth watching. He spent a lot of time on it. <laughs> um, and I think with that, done with the airsoft stuff. So I think we can move on to news. But let's take a minute to check our chat again, and anything interesting in chat? No. No, we caught everybody. Cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, we were talking about, um, and Admiral had mentioned that he was uh, wishing that they had an old golf course to convert into it.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Um, and the ghost is here. The, the ghost? ghost is here.
0: Oh. Okay.
3: And that is it. And of course, Restream did that. Sweet. 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 And sweet. our support link. If anybody wants to know, or if someone does ask, you can, in Twitch, or I believe any of them, you can put exclamation point support. And it will pull up a list of the Facebook link, Patreon, and email to reach us, and the Discord. Nice.
0: Nice, nice. Alrighty. So, I got some news things to talk about before Odds and ends. So we're going to kind of roll in on that. Alright, some gaming news is what we're going to start with. So, let's see. Here we go for our first gaming news theme. And that is having to deal with Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Apparently the sequel is in production. Ryan, what do we know about this? Uh, what do we know is that, um, um,
1: as uh, based in uh, comicbook.com, uh, they're reporting that uh, Respawn Entertainment, who uh, is a subset of Electronic Arts, who did the uh, Fallen did Order game, uh, claimed and very great, a very hard game. I, it, it, it's, it's hard, people. <laughs> Trust me. I had to drop the setting down a low to beat it at the very end, but, you know... Um, there are in developments for a Jedi Fallen Order 2, and presumably it's going to be for the next gen. PS5, Xbox, Series X, and PC.
0: Oh, cool. i am still got it up there. I haven't started playing it yet, but I think the thing that's yeah. most challenging is that concept of no fast travel.
1: Yeah. And also, on top of the news, not only are they developing a, a Jedi Fallen Order sequel, but um, a project at EA Motive is developing a second Star Wars game. Oh,
0: sweet. All right. gaming news number two. Which okay. one? Since we're going to stake on the D&D train, uh-huh. we got uh, uh-huh. some info about Baldur's Gate 3. I'm excited. Oh, yes. Yes, apparently this is going to come to early access this year. Yes. So, I did Mid didn't... too late, sadly. Mm-hmm. What? Mid too late. Oh, why?
3: Um, I don't know yet. They haven't released why. But I heard a rumor that it was mid-too-late.
0: Mid-too-late this year? Oh, yeah. they said, mid-too-late. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually curious. I think I may have played the... F- I had them, but I don't think I really played the first and second. I didn't and I keep ge- I keep debating on getting the, uh, the uh, mobile versions.
1: I do have a copy of them on my laptop on Steam, but
0: I'm not going back to play them again. Yeah, so that'll yeah. be some interesting stuff there. The story was great. I really did enjoy all the entire. Yeah, well, the thing is, is for us with so the D and D with the Agents of Short, we the latest adventure they released, which is uh, Descent into Avernus. <coughs> you actually have to travel to Boulder's Gate yeah. and go through that. So mm-hmm. it'll okay. be really nice to see that, and then
1: see this game come yeah. up. So interesting tidbit from the article on IGN. They're also going to be dropping some gameplay footage at PAX East. On um, February twenty seventh at three thirty PM Eastern oh, That's right. This weekend mm-hmm. is backseat. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. And it it's
0: GalaxyCon up in Richmond.
3: Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> Don't get your heart broken, it's okay. It's already broken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another bit of Star Wars news no, this one. false. Is... this one is uh this one is more. Books than video games. Oh yes. And that is, they announced a new set of a series of books called Star Wars: The High Republic. Oh
1: yes. Yeah. As reported on IGN, it's going to take place 200 years before the events of Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, and it's going to be a circulation of one, one big overarching story told through the comic books and literature of the Star Wars universe.
0: So That will be some interesting stuff. Oh yes. Yoda's old enough to be in that series too. That's so, true. There's a. There's, there's a, probably a young version of Yoda. Yoda, are you sure? Though? I mean,
2: in the current, like it's 200 years before. That means he's only.
0: Oh, alive. he's already into. He's he's already <laughs> well into adult Jedi. Map, <laughs> Jedi <hundreds>. master.
1: <laughs> so yeah, there's a, there's some it's interesting tidbits. Um, they talk about what the, what the villain is is going to be. A villain known as the space Viking like Neil, and. It's gonna have a very like Wild Wild West Texas Ranger style Jedi's in it, you know, fighting for the good old boys.
0: All right, all right. Got another bit of another bit of news here. Um, This one, this one's gonna be airsoft related, and that is Polar Star, which is a company that manufactures uh, kits for putting into airsoft rifles to make take them from AEG or electronic motor and converts that to high-pressure air, which is what HPA stands for. Sure. This is interesting because this new kit from Polar Star that pre-orders are going to open on February 28th, as you can see in, this, in the screen, this is a all-mechanical system.
2: Analog completely.
0: Yeah, completely. Because unlike uh, a lot of the other ones, you still have your electronics and batteries that you still have to program, which, in Airsoft, electronics are cool. There's a lot of electronical pieces but unfortunately if you happen to be on the field when it rains Ooh, it kind of it, it kind of sucks
3: unless you're prepared
0: yes unless you're prepared and I have seen people put their m4 airsoft rifles inside a trash bag tape it up and pop a hole so they can shoot BBs out and they still and they wander around with it like that it's like okay
3: it works it, it, yeah, it, if it works not, it works Hey, it Especially works. if you take a heat gun to that bag and it shrinks it down. It's perfect. Wait. I've never done that before. Never mind.
0: Never mind. This is Shrink exactly like guns. what we were talking about pre-show. It's like you go to Airsoft thinking one thing and then after you're there for a little bit all of a sudden you realize there is a whole different dimension of conversation. Trash there go. bag guns.
3: <laughs> yes, James Burr, That That's exactly why and where I learned it. Okay?
0: Actually, you know, in World War Two when the Marching on the D-Day, they actually a lot of the people in the in the boats had their rifles in plastic bags for that landing. One because it was one of the first things you had to do was wait through the water. through the water and pull your bag pull your gun out of your bag. <laughs>
3: With this new system, the Polar Star system, it's going to allow uh, faster response times, which is going to actually increase. Um, one the pressure that comes out when it's pushing on the BBs and also it's going to increase the speed of which you can actually pull the trigger and then another one comes. So your RPS or your rounds per second will increase by a dramatic amount. So my tidbit is I'm hoping when these get put into these systems there's some way to limit that. The RPS. I was
0: just about to say it's like yes it'll open up your rounds per second but Check with your local field to find out if they have any restrictions on how many rounds per second you can fire, or rounds per minute that's you good can fire. That's good to
2: know. Good. Correct. So right. Not a meal. Nothing like
3: here. It is very common that someone comes down to Ballahack and brings in this rifle. Oh, I just got it. It's so great. They bring it in. They do the testing, and yeah, it's like a hundred over what your limit is. Okay. <laughs> because they bought well, 100 it. hundred
0: over in terms of feet per second, because that's how. That's well, how we measure. Just, That's how they're measured. So, okay. Yep. A general. Feet mm. per second, and then <laughs> also it's like the rounds per second. Okay. So, I think a ball hack is you can't. If for a fully auto, you can't exceed 25 rounds. Correct. Sure. Um for a semi, I don't believe you can exceed 12 or 15.
3: Basically, how fast you can pull that trigger.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. The only difference is paintball's messy. Paintball's very messy
3: And it hurts a lot more
0: Yes Leaves bigger bruises For longer Okay I will concede that It does leave a bigger bruise But I guarantee you though If you had the dentist Hit you with that full thrust kit In his SR25 But he had to be in the proper range
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hence MEDs (laughs) Yes, minimum engagement distance. Gotta love
0: them. All right, save your <laughs> teeth and your face. Alrighty. And uh, not your arm. Oh. <laughs> last thing, and this is for D&D, DM, nerd like me. Um, D&D Beyond announced today that their combat tracker is now in alpha. What does this mean to anybody who doesn't use D&D Beyond? Is D&D Beyond is, has... Last year they implemented a, an encounter maker where you could build out what in, and and kind of balance an encounter cuz some people you know like will put like a CR like a really powerful monster against a small group of noobs and mm-hmm. wonder why the mm-hmm. noobs got ran up ran over uh-huh. eaten yeah <sighs> why so, can we yeah. win yeah. Look, see we that look nice he's news. giving me is because Have you previously done it? we talked about his Somebody's group done
1: it in this group
0: Came over for a session, and I dug a module out of from a from a dungeon mag, which had it, which was may, may, oh, Mayhem at Midnight. And there was yeah. a creature in there that did not move up from second edition to fifth edition, so I found a suitable replacement. <laughs> Close. And, <laughs> <I got laughs> and the suitable, suitable replacement happened yeah. to be so powerful that virtually none of them could score a direct hit. This is the first time I've had a creature walk away from the party and not get killed. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I'm too busy with you guys. He just wanted um, to get some yeah, Starbucks, you know? Yeah. you know.
0: It was a good so, deal. They, they got, they did, they did manage to, through creative attacks, <laughs> manage to get the hit points down to the threshold to get it to run away, or retreat, but it was not, it had, it was not through conventional means.
2: No. I'll
3: push no. your
0: team to the limit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I lost the scimitar. But the but the thing is with this is like this. into the limit. With what was released yeah. for the encounter tra- <laughs> the encounter creator, is you or the encounter builders, it only covered the monster side. Mm-hmm. Well then, anybody who's run a D and D game, it's like you when you get into an you get into a combat, you get that initiative order. It's like high, trying to manage initiative and manage the turns. Yeah, that's
2: true.
0: It's a lot. Well, now with this, and I was just checking out, this will actually, the combat tracker will let you roll the initiative for your monsters, input the initiative for your players, because now you can import your players in the encounter builder. Oh,
2: nice.
0: And it will track your turns and what order in the initiative and what rounds you're on. And
2: any status effects as yeah. well. Because the nice thing down. with
0: the encounter builder is it balances where it's <clears> like you can tell, okay, if I have six fifth level characters. After a certain point when that gr- when that difficulty bar goes from green to red, it's like, okay, this could be a little difficult, let's see how they handle it, and then, you know, whether or not it's rule zero, DM has, reserves the right to change whatever the DM wants, <laughs> it goes into effect. Ah. <laughs> so. Nice. But yeah, that was a... That's
2: a very handy tool.
0: Yes, it is. I'm very excited about that. Does it have a place for Colonel Cluckers? Yes. There's a homebrew section I can make Colonel Cluckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds,
2: that sounds like an interesting story for Patreon.
0: It is, it is.
3: And we have went over it in a previous episode. So yes, those, we have gone
0: over Colonel Cluckers. So check out the previous episodes of the show to check that out.
3: And I will explain to Volgraza well, after the show. <laughs>
0: nice. Look All cool. right. Um,. I guess we can kind of roll into our odds and ends, right? Yeah, we can roll in that. I start off with the two news articles. We will do that after we do our segment music for odds and ends. So, so we we'll do that.
3: <laughs> the only person that's left is him now. Oh. Do jazz je- jez- hand? hands.
0: Jazz hands. <laughs> no, no.
1: Beard
3: fingers.
0: Beard fingers, yay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, odds and ends. Collection of internet stories that we find that we just have to react to. Hmm. And we don't the first have. one we're going to react to is one that came out really recently, and that is Disney CEO Bob Iger steps down. Yes, he has. Whoa! i'm sorry it's like this is the dude that has overseen disney for a lot of the major yeah. major things that have come out so
1: you know the marvel acquisition the star wars acquisition 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 of fox the expansion of all you know the parks and all the animated studio stuff and he's uh, stepping down but it wasn't it might seem a shocker immediate but when you read through the articles and articles but the one that I pulled from the Huffington Post, um, they have a transition plan in place that they've been working up to. So this wasn't
0: just sudden. Oh, of course not. You you, you get the um, every way. company yeah. that has the, the whole CEO structure like that, especially one as m- Hydrolite yeah. as um, Disney is. So, you have to have that. I oh, yeah. Mean, Public. Um, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: as reported on uh, Huffington, um, the person that's stepping into his shoes is Bob Chapek. Uh, the CEO is replacing him, in fact, immediately, and he was ahead of all the parts and all the other stuff. But Iger will remain on as chairman through uh, December 31st, 2021.
0: That will be good for the transition.
1: Yeah. And Chapek is only the seventh CEO in Disney history.
0: Since that's pretty good Yeah. What do you guys think of that?
2: I think it's going to be good. Um, New people, fresh yeah. ideas, different different
0: perspectives to go on. But well, What do you think of that whole end of an era?
2: Uh, it's kind of sad to see him go since he's going to be able to be accomplished so much. But at the same time, you know, we got all of the different the different things. Oh yeah. And there's the, so. first, the Spider-Man thing, which is still up in the air between Sony and.
1: Um, actually, it's not, they've had, they had a round table not too long, like a few days ago, where, um, uh, Tom Rothman and, um, were talking about how, like, the deal is just going to be recycled at, at, the end of every deal. Okay. So, at so. the end, it's going to be recycled. They're literally, Tom Rothman says, they're going to keep Spider-Man in the MCU until the foreseeable future. Oh, good. Because it's That's a, cool. as he, as he said, it's a win-win-win. Oh, win yeah. for Sony, win for Disney, and win for the fans. So yeah. they're just going to keep
0: recycling the deal to make the story work.
2: Unless it, uh, Disney decides to just go ahead and buy a new franchise outright, which is
0: like a lot of money. Uh, no, 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 no. That is not how Disney rolls. <laughs> that is not how Disney rolls. I'm not going to buy your franchise. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buy, buy you. you. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. You <laughs> that want was me to start just for- well, buy yeah. Sony? Just when take Sony. Ta- yeah. When we talked about this like four or five months ago, yeah. And it was at the first break of that deal, it was like, I sat there and said, 2025, bu- Disney buys Sony.
2: Or, you know, <laughs> have even to... worse, uh, an even better scenario is somebody else buys Sony, but if they, that happens, Disney gets the rights to Spider-Man completely, the entire thing, for free.
0: Disney's just going to buy just, another. Right? Disney gets all of but if Marvel they
2: buy Marvel back. I don't have right, to. Right
0: now, I mean, part of the reason they bought, part of the reason they buying Fox is all the distribution rights for, for Star Wars A New Hope. Because yes. that's the only one that is not that Disney does not have the distribution rights to. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Why go and make your own
1: game system if you can just buy one? Mm. There you go. Right, Perfect. right. The Disney Sony PlayStation.
2: <laughs> the Disney Sony PlayStation. Hey, it comes now. Sony PlayStation will have Disney Plus.
1: Metal Gear Mickey.
2: <laughs> well they would add metal.
1: well they I mean come on the, or, King, Kingdom Hearts Kingdom has Hearts already proved metal.
0: that yeah. you could take a major developer and add Disney stuff I'd be like yes, we're Swery, good.
1: Disney was laying Nix. the foundation yes yes it's uh, going it's, to happen it's, it's Disney it's going to happen alright 2025 um, you've heard it
0: next story we're going to talk about and that is Witcher Season 2 production has begun
1: Yes, um, and with
0: that announcement, we have more cast info.
1: A <laughs> lot more info uh, came out about this. So production has uh, began for season two in the UK. Um, one of the most notable new additions to the cast, as reported by IGN, is *Fast and Furious* Nine's Stu Ramsayson Rasmussen, Rasmussen, thank you, You're who will be playing Eskel, a witcher from the School of the Wolf who established an early friendship with Gerald of Having been raised alongside him,
0: also we have Paul Bowen and Yassen Atur, playing the roles of Lambert and Cohen.
1: So it seems like they're expanding the Witcher lore a little bit more. Oh yeah, and this
0: is a lot. And looking from the, it looks like a lot of the original cast is also coming back to reprise all of their roles.
2: That's gonna be good. I really
0: enjoyed the Witcher series. Yeah. Fantastic. Speaking of which, our episode or season one ep- recap went live on YouTube yesterday. Check it out, people! So yeah, where we talk about the whole season and it's in context. So also episode eight, two. I also said
2: something about um, possibly Mark Hamill Oh the cast. yes,
0: okay. One of the things you would look into the article is that there is no mention of Vesemir. Yeah. And if you're familiar with it, Vesemir is the guy who's the who's the mentor to a lot of these, to, to Geralt and whatever, but there's no mention of him. And the thing is, is Vesemir, is there's some fan buzz about trying, the fans put a petition or whatnot to get Mark Hamill to play Vesemir, which be that would be an amazing casting. This article theorizes that the, re, that, the reason why Vesemir is not mentioned in this release is they are either finishing uh, negotiations for who's going to cast Vesemir and are holding that so closer to release or Vesemir is not going to make it make his appearance in season two and may make his appearance in in, in a later they season
2: who they want them for season
0: one or the other the nice thing about this, and the article even says it if, it, if the show is successful, more prominent actors will want to be a part of it. Yes.
1: So. In more expansion of the.
0: Yes. So I'm I'm looking forward. To staying tuned for that. We'll see how that goes. So with that, now we got some more fun stuff to talk about. Falling in the rabbit hole. Good ending. Falling the in the animal. rabbit hole. Here's one. Got a picture for it, and this is oh, wow. as. This past weekend at the Toy Fair in New York, uh, Electronic Arts announced. I said that right? Yeah. Hasbro. Hasbro is bringing back the Tiger Electronics handhelds, and the four handhelds they're doing is they're doing a Transformers, an X Men, a Little Mermaid, and trying to remember what the fourth one was.
1: Sonic the Hedgehog 3 Sonic the
0: Hedgehog Oh man
1: So this is going to be awesome
0: Yeah Totally Totally awesome I so c- cheap to make I how much they'll be Oh 15? So
1: uh, As reported on Gizmodo They are, are available for pre-order From GameStop Right now
0: $15 each I gotta say though for if you, Looking at the article Just the Transformers one The fact that they have The Gen 1 art From the it, That's I'm good Sounds pretty good So yeah
2: This
3: will
0: be exciting One of each please Yes, totally. I want one. All of them. All of $60 them.
1: for all four. It's a worthy $60. Yes. Yeah, let's get it.
0: I mean, come on. How many of us four have five. spent our time sitting there going,
2: beep, 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 <laughs> No. I <had> orig- <laughs> Never. I've an original Game & Watch that had Mickey Mouse collecting eggs from two hens.
0: I've got an old uh, The Batman one. Where it was like uh, it was the Batman series from the from the, I think, I want to say early two thousand late nineties early two thousands mm-hmm. where it was like Penguin had his, had those two uh, and all that so I have one of those and he had little actually no it was Batman the animated series that one and he had these little cards you slid through that would read and give special abilities. It was wild.
2: Oh, nice! Like yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: There you go. Paper boy. Alright, uh, next story. Oh, that's right, I can... I can this, 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 is, this, this one's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad news. It,
1: I'm used to being over there. Yeah, uh, in the corner, he's hiding. He's Or just he doesn't
0: want to talk, even though the mic will still pick him up. Correct. Right. You just hear him in the back just laughing. So, this one's a bit of sad news, and that sad is, news. we're going to say, uh, rest in peace, Larry Tesler, who... Passed away at the ripe young age of 74. Yes. Ugh.
1: Sad news.
0: Uh, why is this important for anybody who doesn't know is this is the guy who came up with copy and paste. Control C, control V, into one. The
1: function that many people just do muscle memory, this is the guy that came it up. That came up with it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, the image we have up here is from the Xerox Twitter uh, feed that posted. Because I believe he was working for Xerox when he came up with this. Correct. The Commodore 64
3: did not have a copy-paste function. How yeah. about that? Yeah. The original com- Commodore did not have the function. In Commodore 64, you had to do an upgrade to the system to actually have the copy-paste feature added.
0: Wow.
2: To Software be able to do it. Back
3: in the
0: day. <laughs> That's yeah. a major one. Alright, I no. got my upgrade. It was a hardware <laughs> upgrade. You no. had to... hang on a second. <laughs> How many of us use that on a regular basis? Oops. Actually I can't even think of these show notes being done without copy and paste.
3: Let's see, I've used copy and paste what, 20 30 times in the start of from the start of
0: this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I you know what, that's a good one, James for Imagine back in those days you came up with this at a company that makes copiers.
2: <laughs> that's irony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so much irony this week. So much.
2: Very much so.
0: Alrighty, uh, story number three is talking about a we all want these cool we all have these cool collectible things we do. Yes. I collect minis D&D stuff, cards, whatever. But this this cat this is a tw- this is a mansion in Southern Cali that it goes that's a twenty six point five million dollars and it has a basement that is the Ode to Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> they're a super fan because I can see some of the yeah, pictures. Yeah, it's um as, actually as reported as, that's on that's an CNET. actual model suspended from the ceiling. Yes, as reported
1: on <laughs> seenit.com um, the 18,183 square foot home is loaded with incredible collectibles, life-size props, and a Star Wars-themed home theater.
0: Yes. Wow. As I was looking through the pictures in that, I counted about 15 to 20 full-size mannequin of characters, of like, like Chewie from Empire Strikes yeah. Back, all the various clone Co- has troopers, a bar, star strip the bartender looks no, really shifty. <laughs> Stormtroopers, yeah, the bar, the theater, it's just <laughs> Bart- wild. Like in, in this one, you have the three bounty hunters. Yeah, it's
2: wild. There was uh, the bartender, in the the picture I saw was Greedo, and he has a gun. It's like I don't know if I want to order a drink from this guy. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's a little shifty there,
2: hey, but, but at least he'll give me a shot.
1: Out of everything, that home theater system is, is I would I would sacrifice totally, my firstborn totally. for that. That would, that. that would be... I would sacrifice my firstborn for that. <laughs> yeah. Terrible now on Airbnb. Really I would. 8K a night. Who's going?
0: Uh, you know what?
1: I have a lot of that movies might, I can play in this theater. That might be worth theater. it
0: just, just to hang out in that room for a little but, bit.
3: But, here's the caveat, you must stay at least two nights in... <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah, what are uh, we doing? Okay. Yeah, this is, that's going to be fun. <laughs> You're <right>. welcome. Eh.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Next story
0: is... Next story is a little bit of uh, kind of weird. This but is the what we call
1: Ryan fa- Rye guy falling in the rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, hmm. Rye sends me all these weird things, and I got to tell you, this one is like, okay... So, let's meet, uh, as the headline puts it in the show notes, which you will see, meet the glorious Dracula parrot that can only be found in New Guinea.
1: Yeah. Um, oh. The Dracula parrot um, goes by the Pescot parrot, and like you said, it is found in uh, uh, New Guinea uh, with its black and red plumage and a vulture-like appearance. This bird is truly remarkable. End quote.
0: Uh, it's I've got nothing for that. That just looks. It's like the yeah. animal kingdom just keeps coming up with yeah, weird It's a greatness.
2: It's part of, the, part of the vultures. Part of yeah. like a vulture okay. type species. It is,
1: um, just add some uh, descriptions. <laughs> uh, it's a large parrot with the total length of approximately 46 centimeters and a weight of 680
0: to 800 grams. It's not bad for a parrot.
1: No. And oh. it does not go around drinking blood, sadly. But, no, no,
0: it just looks kind of yeah. scary. It figs.
1: Um, figs with such a specialized diet. It's one of the creatures that was threatened before it was ever designated vulnerable by red lists.
0: Alrighty.
1: Yeah. If you want to look at more, you can go to Nongag.com to look at more descriptions, videos, and
0: That's whatnot. It's a beautiful bird.
1: I think I I'm going to change from wolf
3: to uh, Dracula bird.
0: Dracula parrot. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm going <a> to stay with wolf. <laughs>
0: Oh wow! Oh, yeah, that, and uh, uh, on that note, might suck. Mm-hmm. and on that note, we are going. Well, I think we are done for the night on this, and ready yes. to roll into the shenanigans that is Patreon. Roll in the deep end. So before we uh, get too far along with that, we're going to run through our contact info, which I've been doing improvements. So That looks great. Right. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Where can what you find more? us? Huh? Oh. <laughs> and of course, in the chat, we post all that. So yeah, check us out. Give us likes. Um. Anything on our sign? Anything to say on our sign off? Or are we, we we pretty much good. Uh, you can find me. On, kind of ready?
1: You can find me on Instagram. Ekvist Um. Look forward to a future movie reviews. Some old school rewind, hopefully, and probably one for the Invisible Man.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh, you can find me on most social medias, as Scooby Cod. Yep, shout out to Ballahack Airsoft, definitely. I'm
2: working on a Twitter myself for uh art only. It's like an art only Twitter. It has like some of the political stuff I do that's separate from my main thing. So if you're interested it's uh at Jamin one.
0: Okay. Toss a note in there. Alright. And with that I'm gonna wish you all a good night. And if you're a Patreon member or stay tuned. We're gonna have we're gonna roll over a Patreon chat in our Discord server. Why are you
3: pointing?
0: Oh, pointing to me. Down. Oh
3: yeah, down. <laughs> down there is your information. Yes. Click, follow me. Oh yeah. Well you can't click on them, but you can click on me,
0: please. Alright guys. Stay tuned. (laughs) We're rolling the Discord. Patreon chat. Interact with us. We're going to have some shenanigans for a little bit. And we will catch you all on the next week. Peace. Later, guys.